It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Having some nice weather here in Calgary. It was hot yesterday, hotter than it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be hot for the next couple days. It's super weird because yesterday it said today was going to be really hot. And then now it's like, it's eh, today. It's this haze, I think. These like clouds mm-hmm. that are kind of just... like Because when the, the haze is there, it's not that hot. And then the minute it clears and you get just straight sunshine. Like yesterday, it was insane once all of that cleared up and you were in that heat. Yeah, we need some rain. We do. The ditches are all looking very dry, and there was a couple, like, brush fires yesterday around the city. Yeah, and it's uh, funny because I've, from my, I have a new, like, a view, because I'm quite high up now. Yep. And I was witnessing some of the fires that are happening. Like, I can really? see them, and you can see the smoke, and I was like, what is going on? So it's been interesting to see that and watch it. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah, you're like 30 floors up now, aren't you? Yeah, 31. 31 floors. Also, I didn't realize this, but you know the fluff that's floating around in the air? Like, you can see it right now at our window. Uh, That is an an issue with fires. Really? Yeah, I was reading about how that's a risk factor. Like, I guess, I don't know, it lights up easier. I mean, obviously, it's flammable, but... We drove past a house the other day in Mount Royal over here behind the station, big old trees, and it looked like it had snowed on their grass from all the fluffs. And I could see, yeah, if you put a match to that, it would probably go. Yeah, it would go pretty quick, I think. Yep. Yeah, so a little rain would be nice. I know we're not like in wildfire risk here right now, but no, things feel pretty dry. Yeah, other parts of the province and country are, so... Yeah. Yeah. You were hanging out at your pool yesterday? Yeah, I checked it out. Um, I Like, I... I'm still unpacking and have so much stuff still to do, so it's really hard because like part of me wants to just go and lounge by this pool that yeah. I know is right there, but the other part I'm like I just need I I want to finish everything in my condo so bad, so I'm allowing myself like quick little <laughs> an hour here or there on certain days to like go up there and enjoy it. So yesterday I, I gave myself yeah I think like half an hour up there and it would be tough when it's hot not to just spend the whole day by the pool, right? Or if you worked from home and you're oh like God. sitting at your desk, you're like I could totally go down there right now like part of me really wants just a crappy rainy day because then i'm like i can't i don't have that temptation i can just get stuff finished um but yeah it was it was cool it was like me and it was like four or five other girls up there just like hanging out doing work and bikinis too i was like this is this is nice sounds terrible i know it's just awful it's pretty good um on today's show the Premier of Nova Scotia talked a little Terry recently. That's the Vancouver Soft headlines. A couple more things you can't look cool while doing. I'm reading the most boring book in the world right now. <laughs> this is like an anti-recommendation. <laughs> uh, something they do in Banff that we didn't know about that's just hilarious. My son Bo asked me a hilarious question recently about whether or not I could beat someone up. Uh, an etymology, really interesting etymology. A bunch of different words that are all tied together. Um... I saw another almost fight on the weekend in another really unusual spot. He's got like a fight magnet right now. I don't know what's going on. It's weird. And the goat of showers, I guess we could call it, after your out-of-context clip of the show. Which is related to the Dutch Schitten or the German Scheissen. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Is there anything better than a post-camping shower? Yeah. Maybe not. I got... Maybe not. Even if you shower at the campground, like, it does not matter, right? You get back from a weekend of camping and just that first 
shower back in your own shower and you can just get rid of all the dirt and grime and everything. It feels so good. Because a lot of campground showers are pretty rough themselves. You're like, I'm marginally cleaner. That's it, yeah. <laughs> like, a I different mean, kind of dirt. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's, it's different, right? It still just clings to you. Uh, like a post-workout shower is great, of yep. course, just to that. But a post-camping shower, I really don't think anything beats it. The only thing I'd put on par with it, and it's it's kind of adjacent, is a post-music festival shower, but you are kind of camping as well, right? That's so. true. Actually, there's one that maybe I would put above that. A post-beach shower, when you got sand all over, you know what okay. I mean? Like that, just getting that sand off when it's stuck to you and you... And you get sand in all yep. your orifices and your hatchery and everything else. And you your just get the, hatchery. Rinse it right out of there. your fishery feels, down there. Absolutely. <laughs> Places that you did not know you would get sand. You're like, oh my God, it's still coming out two days later. Wow. So maybe <laughs> um, that one, but. Yeah. I mean, we go to the beach a lot during the summer and I don't think it compares to a post camping shower. You're no. right. Just like three days of like sweating in a tent and sitting by a fire and. Yeah. Oh man! And really being able to scrub down your ham clam afterward, just like yeah, this is just good. It's yeah, good. you earn it's that weird. one. It for feels sure. like you can feel it coming off of you. You're right. Like you can see it. You know what I mean? Like there's just dirt that is on your feet that you didn't know was there. Your hobbit feet that you've been walking around in a campground. You're like, oh my god! Like it just it feels good. I'd actually feel like say a new you, woman. You become reborn. You, there's a rebirth that happens say, in that a new shower. Woman. Yeah. yeah, you absolutely do. Another one. I always think people who work with wood. When you get the sawdust all stuck on you and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, that would be a nice one because you could visually see that dust come off of you too. It's just like a release. You know what I mean? It's true. I mean, I work with wood. You breathe a lot of it in, which sucks. Ooh. It remains in your nose for a few for yeah. a few hours afterward. Even a few days. You ever like you blow yeah. your nose? You're like, oh, it's still in there. Still <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? I'm trying to think of like some of the greatest showers in history. Because I agree with you. I think in modern times it's the post camping shower. But like, what about like the first shower of the people who came back from the front had? Like, in I don't. Do we have showers during World War One? Oh my God! But like, if you got out of a trench and came back and got to have a hot shower, I bet oh there was my. no shower greater. No. Nope. Um, You'd never want to get out. I feel like you'd just be like, I'm here for life now. Or what about like if you were a coal miner? I was about to say. And you came out from under the mines, and your skin was just like black with soot. Yep. And you got to have a shower. Like after even working that. on the railroad, like anything where you just get grease all over you, like just oh yeah, yeah. Those kind of showers, you earn those showers. You do you really do earn those showers. You really do. Again, we're much softer now because we're like, oh, I was in a tent for a little bit and then I get a shower. Podcast. <laughs> I saw another near fight day before last, Shauna. What is going on? I don't know. Last week I told you about the old man and the guy in the wheelchair who almost came to blows. Like, and then this scenario was just what kind of as neighborhood you hanging out in these days. So this time we were at the lake at our neighborhood and we were out on the water in a rowboat and there was a screaming match between two pedal boats oh out on God. the lake. Okay. Is there a sillier vehicle no. in which Actually, to have yes. a fight? A canoe. You think a canoe is sillier a than pedal would boats? Be worse, yeah, because you try and you're going to tip yourself. For True. Sure. But you can get away faster in a canoe. If a pedal boat chase is just about the slowest chase in the world, doesn't matter how hard you work, you can't get those things going fast. As you're trying to get away. Right. Oh my god! And then your foot slips and your your partner's leg gets jammed in there, and like and somebody needs to flip. Like that's what needs to happen. Someone needs to flip the pedal boat in the middle of this fight. What were they fighting about? Well, I, we we were we were way across the lake, but you know how wa- sound travels yep. on water, so everybody could hear it. Oh so everyone stopped 
doing what they were doing on the water to, to watch this this go down. It was also, one guy. Also, I think people forget that. People forget yeah. how easily sound travels. Remember that. If you're on a lake, people can hear you <laughs> across the lake. Just saying, okay? So there's one guy standing up in his pedal boat, like screaming at the other oh, pedal boat about how like the one guy tried to get into his boat and he... And I, like what? he was so so angry, and there was a girl in his boat, and she was kind of like she looked like she wanted to roll into the water and drown. Mm. She was so embarrassed. Yep. And I was like, "Are these like is he going to try to board this other boat and fight? This is so funny. I hope so. You can't get in a pedal boat fight. You might as well get in a unicycle fight. It's ridiculous. But no one wound up in the water. Nobody wound, which is oh, super disappointing. That like, is really. Mo- I would have just waited for that. I was like, this is going to happen. Especially the guy Someone's who was super in. heated. Like he should yeah. just like push down on one side of the pedal boat and in he goes. So what I would have <sighs> done if I was close by is I would have dove under the water and tipped it for him. Like I would have just, cause you know, I, I, I have a pretty, I can hold my breath yeah, for quite some time. I would definitely have done that and just oh. tried to push one of those battle boats over just to make it for everyone. Everybody on the lake would have went nuts. Yep. There was even someone who, done in between the screams. I heard someone from another boat yell, Fight him. Yeah. <laughs> and like they would, everybody wanted to see this battle boat oh, fight. Oh man. I wish I was there for but, that. Yeah, man. Oh, that's hilarious. I would have put my flippers on and just gone for been a, a dive. Hero. Just taking one of them out. Yeah, would have decided whose side I was on and be like, the other guy's going in the drink. Right, and yep. you could probably swim faster than him and you can mm-hmm. certainly swim faster than his pedal boat. Yes, so. yep. I would just go back underwater. You wouldn't know where I went. <laughs> I'd be gone again. Man. Oh, I don't know wow. what's going on. I've seen some wild yeah, stuff you're recently. Yeah, fights. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Don't ask me how I got reading up into the origin of the word shit, but I did. So, um, fascinating stuff, actually. So, in Old English, it was actually originally skit, which is related to the Dutch shitten or the German scheissen. I just swore on two different languages there, That's by the okay. Way. I'm going to leave those. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, so, the Dutch and German words essentially just mean poop. So, that's what you would, you, would, you would think. But where these words come from is even older, and it's from the Norse word, which is ske, and that means to part with, separate, or cut off. Well, I guess if you, when you think, think about, about it, it, it kind of works, doesn't it? That's exactly it. So that metaphor was actually where they think the word poop comes from, is from separating because it's separating from your body. Mm-hmm. The same metaphor is found in the Latin word excrementum, which means to sift or separate as well. And that's where we get the word excrement. Same thing. Separating. What was the, the Norse word? Ske? Ske. Mm, yeah. I'm going to start using that. Please do. Uh, so the word... It actually comes from a more polite explanation of what's going on. They used to say, you know, I need to separate. So you'd be like, you'd excuse yourself to go to the bathroom, but you'd, I need to separate. I need to go. That's where they think it kind of started. So I need to separate the dump from my body. That's exactly it. <laughs> Maybe mm. not dump because that's a little more vulgar. <laughs> uh, but it didn't actually become a bad word until around the 1600s. Before that, it wasn't seen as a bad word as well. If you said shit, it wasn't bad. It was just saying I need to separate from body. So there you go. Um, The old Norse word ske, though, also gave us the word science. Really? Originating as separating or being able to distinguish facts. They think that's where that kind of came into play is you were distinguishing separating. That's where science kind of evolved is from that same word. The word conscience also comes from that same word of separating. Again, along the lines of distinguishing facts. Right from wrong? Totally, yeah. So if you were a scientist, you said, hey, I got to go do some shit over here. Yep. Technically, you're not wrong. No. (laughs) And it's weird to think that science 
it came from the same it's weird the same same origin word uh, also so did the word splinter that came from ske as well meaning pieces of wood separating right separating pieces of wood wow that's where we get the word ski Really? Because there's two splinters of wood? Two pieces of wood, yeah. So all this of that. This is complex. It's a lot. It all came from that same old Norse root word, though, root word, I can't even say it. Skay. Separating. Skay, yeah. Etymology with Shauna. The Bagler and Shauna podcast. I was driving with my kids, Bo and Briggs, yesterday, and they were both asking me a flurry of questions about where humans came from, like our monkey ancestors and stuff. And yeah. Questions that I'm only just able to answer, like this. This is the extent of my knowledge on this topic here. Right. Uh, and I was explaining to, to them how people have gotten taller over time. And that if you went back even a few hundred years ago, to the, or back to the time of Jesus, you know, the average person today would be far taller than they were back then. Mm-hmm. And then Bo, Bo asked me, really, he's like, so would you be taller than Jesus? And I was like, well... You know, it wasn't really written about or anything in the Bible, his height, which would be funny if it was, wasn't it? That would it? be really funny, yeah. Like one of the Gospels was like, he was six foot four. Just like they do with athletes <laughs> yeah. on Wikipedia. Six foot four, 200 pounds. Six four, 200 pounds, bless his right. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, well, probably, because I was like, I'm, you know, I'm six six on skates, six foot three. And yep. I was like, yeah, I probably would have been taller than Jesus. And Bo's like, do you think you could beat him up if he didn't get to use any of his magical powers? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, well, here's a good discussion for everyone. Yeah. Next time when you're sitting around drinking with your friends, could you beat up last time it was Connor McDavid? Now it's Jesus. Could right. you beat up Jesus? And we established I could beat up Connor McDavid, right? No. We thought we thought I could. Nope. Um, Don't think so. Do you think I could beat up Jesus if he wasn't allowed to use any of his My magical God. powers? You can't. So, first of all, so funny that he called the magical powers. That is like really funny. Like also, we, Harry Potter you can't, spells we can't, and stuff. There's no way to compare because <laughs> Jesus probably didn't lift, and when you, if you existed back then, you probably wouldn't be lifting. So true. I mean, if you just zap me back in time, there, like with you right now, then I'm sure yeah. you could beat up Jesus. I mean, it might. I'd probably be like Goliath to those folks. Hey, totally. Yeah, but. You'd be, also, I mean, devil. a lot of those people were pretty tough because life was just hard, right? Everything was it's done true. manually. And you're very soft, so I, your wife is much tougher I than you are. I don't think we need to say things like that. I mean, it's true, <laughs> so that's, you're right. Actually, Jesus would probably win. And then if he had his magical powers, it wouldn't well, even be. Well, if he had his magical powers, it wouldn't even be close. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if, he was, uh, if he was disarmed, mm-hmm. if he had to fight me as the man that he is, you know, like. Yep. Again, he good fight, has probably. a lot more grit than you, so he would win. <laughs> By a mile. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, what a stupid conversation. It's just phenomenal. Could I beat up Jesus if he didn't get to use his magic? I think I had a, I'd had. i have a shot at Jesus, actually. So? Yeah, yeah. I think like I could maybe beat him. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We got a few texts making kind of the same point that Jesus wouldn't fight back. He it's would true. He would turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. He would turn to God. I mean, you can't fight someone who's not fighting you. It's true. Yeah. Um, really would take the wind out of your sails. It sure would. Yeah. I bet he's got quite a chin on him, though. I bet he doesn't go down easy. I bet you he's uh, he's very chiseled, too. It probably hurts you. Well. Got a chiseled chin. Got that beard. Mm, true. Yeah, I was off the blow. To me, Jesus has like a climber's body. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they did any rock climbing back in the day, but I bet he could really scramble up a... Oh, for sure. A steep face. Like Spider-Man. <laughs> Jesus is like Spider-Man. That wiry rock climber's body. Oh, my God. Yep. 
Yeah. Real good uh, hobbit feet, I'm sure, as well, too. Friend of the show, John, said he could also probably outrun you. Well, obviously. Yeah, I bet he could. Yep. By a long mile. Yeah, he's probably quite slight. Yep. Probably used to walk in long distances. Light on his feet. Light on it, nimble. Nimble. Christ yeah. is nimble. People yeah. don't realize that. They don't write about it in the Bible, but he was. Yeah, it's not Jack be nimble. It's, it's Christ be <laughs> nimble, Christ be quick. <laughs> Holy man. Oh, we're going to hell. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes' Parrot Homes, which we've told you lots about, are available in... Uh, several communities around the city, including Midtown and Airdrie and Legacy in the Deep South. So if you're looking far north, looking far south, check out Shane Holmes Parrot Homes with next level soundproofing, large bedrooms. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Did you know that in Banff or other national parks, they sometimes use paintball guns to scare off wildlife? You're going to have to say that all again. Okay. So <laughs> in Banff? Certain parks. Uh, they will use paintball guns to scare off the wildlife. Because it's non-lethal? It just yeah, yeah. Just so kind of bites them a bit and then they're gone? Let's say there's an elk in town causing some ruckus or something. They need the skedaddle. <laughs> they will use a paintball gun to do that. Okay. Well, you could use the word skedaddle too. That's a fun word. That's a great, um, that's a great word. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question that is on every Terry's mind. Mm-hmm. How does one get this job? How do I shoot elks with a paintball gun? You have to... Uh, you have to sign up and, and go to school for parks and wildlife. Do and you? That kind of thing as well. And then eventually, hopefully, get hired on by the government. And then they, they give you your paintball gun and go, here you go, Terry. Man, go I never town. knew I wanted a job so bad. Oh, my God, I know. Now, until just now. I think they have chalk balls, not actual paintballs in them. Okay. But it doesn't matter. You're still shooting the wildlife to get them to get out of <laughs> Does town. Does it leave a mark? Does it warm the others? I don't know. I think the... When you read a little bit about it, they say we're not trying to hit the wildlife. It's just that you try and get it around the wildlife to scare it. And I'm like, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, Terry's hitting the wildlife. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I was thinking, though, I was like, this is really funny. Can we use this for humans as well? Like human pest control? Like police should be equipped with paintball guns. That's how you should tell. You see somebody jaywalking, you just hit them with a paintball gun. Just tell them to get, get out of here. And then nope. we'd learn, wouldn't we? It's So... <laughs> In Vegas, uh, I've told, laughed about this before, but if you're doing something in the pool, scrunting, which is something that you know people tend to get away with or try to get away with in Vegas, they they blow the whistle. The lifeguards will blow the whistle to try and get your attention and tell you to stop doing whatever you're doing. I was like, they should be equipped with paintball guns for sure. Yeah. Because the whistle, you never really know who it's for. They just kind of whistle and everyone's like, who? Ah, whatever. Whereas if you took a paintball right in the square of your back. You'd know. You'd know it was you. It was you <laughs> that, that was they were me. looking ah. at. Yeah. Oh. Damn it, yeah. And it's not going to really hurt you. No. It doesn't get you in the eye or anything. Drunkenly peeing in an alley and you need to get going, just get shot with a paintball. Everybody knows. Okay, yeah. I got it. Got it. Yeah. I think that could work. I think so, too. It's funny you bring this up. I was at a buddy's place not that long ago. We were standing on the front porch sipping beer, and this magpie landed on the railing. And without saying anything, he handed me his beer, reached in to his front door and pulled out a BB gun. Oh, my God. And... Loaded it and shot the magpie right in the ass, and it went and flew away. And I was like, "What was that?" And he's like, "It ate my skip the dishes order." Oh my god! <laughs> he just has a BB gun at the ready for when the magpie the comes. And he did cool. it so casually. Oh like, my god, that's funny. And I guess I bet that magpie won't be back. I probably he got not. Bit in the ass by a BB. It learned its lesson. See, this yeah. is the thing. You're on yep. the bike path and you're speeding or something. Just get. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We were at the library the other day, and I couldn't find any of the books that I was looking for. I love the library, but yeah. one of the downsides is that the Calgary Public Library has like 20 branches across the city, and they only have so many copies of each book. Right. So you have to put a hold on it, and then they transit it to your library of choice, and then you have like a week to pick it up, and if you don't make it, it goes back into the system. So it's a bit of a pain a in the ass, yeah. uh, but if this is the price you pay if you're cheap like I am and uh. rather borrow the book than buy it. So I was like, anyway, I need some book to read right now. So I grabbed Mark Carney's book off the shelf. Do you know who Mark Carney is, Shauna? Um, yeah, no. No? So he was the uh, former bank governor of the Bank of Canada, the former governor of the, the Bank of England. Right. I was like, his name and, sounds familiar, and I don't know why, but yeah. But more of interest to me is that he is his name is one of the ones that comes up as a potential successor to Justin Trudeau. Interesting. When he eventually steps down as leader of the Liberal Party. You've heard like Christopher Phelan's name bounced around. Mark Carney is another name yep. that comes up often. And I was like, okay, I'll read this book. And you know, if this guy, if there's a chance this guy could be prime minister one day, it might, know be, about him. Yeah, hmm? might be interesting to know what he thinks of the world. My God, what a boring book. <laughs> I'm 20 pages in. I've retained nothing. And I don't think I'll go any further. To be fair, a finance dude, did you yeah. think his book would be riveting? Or I don't know. Maybe some people have a way of making that sort of thing interesting. Okay, he doesn't. I suppose. No. <laughs> he sure doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I was thinking, who is reading this? Like, who sits down with a book like this and enjoys it or even mostly understands it? Like, a handful of economics professors, maybe. Yep. And then who? That's probably it. Yeah. And it said bestseller on the cover. And I was like, my ass. Because unless there's just a bunch of people who are buying it to look smart, yeah. so they can read it in public and, oh, he's reading an Maybe economics book. Ooh. One finance um, like prof at one university once was like, this is what, this is part of the required reading, mm. you know? And then sold it just to that one class one year. <laughs> and that's why it's a bestseller. That was enough to put it on get the reading the list. Bestseller yeah. list, yeah, and like Mark Carney and all his friends, maybe. Oh God, yeah. Because it's dry. Oh mm. man, like it'll put you right to sleep. Does he mean like right he's a bestseller of uh, finance things? You know, like maybe that's what he means. Because yeah, bestseller. There's no way. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, because like. <laughs> yeah. He'll start like a chapter off with an interesting anecdote from history or something. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And mm. then it devolves into market forces and oh, how they might God. affect environmental policy. And I'm just like, ah! Yeah. I'm sure it's important stuff, but I... Nope. It's, I'm a simple man. What? Yeah. I'm a simple man. I remember my dad telling me when he was in university, yeah, he'd use some of those like books for <laughs> calculus or whatever to go to sleep. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, one, two pages in, I was out. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. It's another one of these. It's what I get for trying to grow my brain, Sean. I guess I'll just go back to being a dumb guy. You'd stick with being dumb. Yeah, it's more yeah. fun being a dumb guy. It, it is, it? yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Want to know another thing you can't look cool doing? I do. I also have one to share. Oh, perfect. Let's do it. Wearing mittens. You can't look cool wearing mittens. I know it's weird to think about because the weather right now is beautiful, but mittens are just a tough thing to pull off because, first of all, they shrink the number of fingers that you have use with. So you're you're down to two digits then. You lose dexterity for sure. You got so, that little chameleon hand going on. That's just it. Anything you try to do just looks a little more awkward because you only have two things to do it with, right? And especially, I hate to say it, but guys in mittens, it's a weird thing. Now, when we're talking mittens, mm -hmm. because when I think of like a nice pair of leather mitts... yeah. 
Like those are, I don't think those are uncool. No, and that's the thing. It's a little bit different, right? But even those, I find it's a little bit shocking to see guys in mitts. Like you huh. have a good pair of mitts that I know you wear in the winter, and it's rare to see guys in mitts. Normally they go for the gloves. Interesting. Yes. Even saying the word My mittens. My fingies so, get cold. I know. Well, that's exactly it. Mittens are much better for that, right? Way better for warmth. So, yes. But there's just something about wearing mittens. Like if you were in wool mittens, you know, you were walking around with some wool mitts on, um, I'd be like, that's looks it just that just doesn't look as cool as it could, you know? So huh. So when everyone and their dog were wearing the Team Canada mitts, mm-hmm. the red ones, mm-hmm. you thought that looked funny? It looked a little funny. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think so. Also, even just the word mittens itself. Mittens is a funny word. It is a funny word. Like hearing people say mittens. Yeah. Not quite not quite as cool as it could it's be. One of those words you can't say angry either. Yeah. Well. Uh a friend of the show, Chris, mittens. sent us this one, which I definitely agree with. He said you can't look cool while waiting for someone to come out of a bathroom like if you're just hanging yeah. out near the door of a bathroom just killing time waiting for a friend so true it's a pretty awkward place to find yourself isn't yep. it it is you can go on your phone you can do whatever but you you, you, you look, look like a stalker you look like you're waiting for somebody to come out of that bathroom and i don't know like it's just it's yeah. always weird yeah yep and then even like uh, at the gym when McKenna goes into the women's change room and I go into the men's and then I beat her out and I have to stand there yep. and wait outside the women's change room, I look like the kind of guy who stands outside the women's change room. You do. And there's no, you know, I can't go somewhere else because she needs to come out and see me there nope. so that she knows we can leave together. Yeah. 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 You come across a bit of a panty sniffer in that situation, don't you? You do. You do. Like you're sniffing that's, a lot of panties in there. And that's not what you want. Nope. It's not at all what you want. So there's really no way to look cool while standing outside a bathroom or a change room waiting for someone. No, if you have a kid with you, I find it's different. You know, yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, but yeah, you can't look cool just not by yourself. awkwardly out there. <laughs> Panty sniffer. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got some great Vancouver soft headlines for you, if I could. We haven't had Vancouver soft headlines. It's in a little been a while, while and these nice. are some great this ones. Is nice. Okay. okay. So, for those of you who don't know, by the way, um, we like to look to Vancouver for some news that's just a little bit softer than here because, well, they're just a bit softer. They're a soft so, people from yeah. a soft place. It's nice. It so. kind of gives you a little, ha. Huh. <laughs> so, here's the first one. Man recovering after T-boning bear on bicycle. That doesn't sound that soft. It's not guy that hit soft. a bear with his bike? That's metal. It's just the most Vancouver thing I've ever heard. Of course, he hit a bear with his bike. He then persuaded a bystander to let him hop on his e-bike to get him back to safety. And in the article itself, the man is quoted as saying, it rips, man, <laughs> to do with the, 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 the e-bike, that is. Uh, then he says this about the bear. Man, those things are built like a truck. I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah. Imagine if you're going fast enough, hitting a bear could kill you. No crap. And then the bear could also kill you. Yes. Saying that they're built like a truck. Yes, they are. Yep. They're, they're bears. They're big things. Okay. And next one. BC man smacked in face by flying grouse while driving. <laughs> so apparently his, his window was open and it was timed just perfectly where the grouse actually got into his window it bitch and slapped him didn't it flopping around <laughs> it in his like, truck and it bitch slapped him on the way in which everything about that I mean I'd panic if a bird flew well, and hit me in the face while I was driving would, but my was- god also BC clearly having some issues with wildlife these days like how does that even happen that's perfect timing uh, okay and last one Vancouver hosting funeral for lost bike lane oh here we go here we go. This is real Vancouver stuff. So this happened uh, this past weekend. And at 1 p.m. this past weekend on Saturday, they did a eulogy. They attached a hearse to the back of one of their bicycles. 
And it was in commemoration of a lost bike line in Stanley Park. All wearing their black tight they bike clothing? They all said that they were, they, you have to wear black to commemorate this bike lane. And they full Man. out had a, they, an entire funeral about the bike lane that was lost. So, like, wow. I get it. You, you don't want to see infrastructure disappear for the activity that you love, but mm. no one's going to take you seriously doing Holy that, right? Crap. Like, you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently a bunch of people came out, yeah, wearing their, <laughs> their plum smugglers, their black plum smugglers, and, honor and they actually did a eulogy for this bike lane that was gone. My God, Vancouver. Thank you. Thank you. So soft. Yeah, so soft. So soft. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So, friend of the show, Rob, sent a video of the Premier of Nova Scotia talking about the wildfires and he uses he uses a term, Beckler, that, holy crap, it's amazing. Just have a listen here. See if you can place it. So going back here, he says, don't flick a dart. Don't flick a dart. He uses that term. (laughs) He's being very official and he's announcing what you should do to, you know, avoid these wildfires. He says, don't flick a dart. You know what? That's good communication, though, because he knows exactly who he's speaking to. He sure does. And it's phenomenal that he used that term. Yeah. He could say you you should properly extinguish your smoking materials, but Terry's not going to hear that. Terry's not going to understand. Terry, don't flick your darts. Uh, And then Terry goes, oh, oh, what was that? Oh, (laughs) I shouldn't flick my darts. You're right. Are we talking about darts? Don't flick a dart. I like darts. Darts. Yeah. And of course, just a little bit of that (laughs) that accent, too. Don't flick a dart. Don't flick a dart. Don't be a goof. Don't flick a dart. Don't flick a dart and be a goof and start a fire. Don't flick a dart. Watch out when you're driving your yeah, car. that's effective communication. It is right there. Just phenomenal. Thank yep. you for that, Rob, pointing <laughs> that out. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. In Turner Valley, there's a brewery called Far, and they brew a very special kind of beer. And it is... What's the joke here? Not a joke. Oh. It's just very cool. They have the official Star Trek beer. <laughs> X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.